Uh, welcome to the Swedish Junior Hockey Podcast. Uh, today's guest with a first-class backdrop from RIT, Rochester Institute of Technology, uh, via Stockholm, Gustav Blom. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by Scandlux, your home for Scandinavian luxury products for the U.S. market. You can find us at scandlux.com. So, so uh, first of all, I got... Uh, in in touch with you through mutual friend Mike McCarthy, with yep. with um, let's see what is the uh, Future Stars Academy I guess is what he runs in Sweden right Yeah exactly yeah and and uh, previous guest Kim Hilmerson who plays with Main Nordiques is through that group and also Kevin Marix Nurian who is uh, we just recently had on so um he's been a good source of of, of good talent <laughs> yeah i can say that for sure so let's give a little bit of background who is gustav Blum? Uh, i know six one one eighty five defenseman from trongsund yeah which i don't know where it is outside of stockholm probably yeah just outside of stockholm okay yeah tell so- us a little bit about yourself so I'm 22 years old. I'm entering my sophomore year here at uh, RIT College D1 in in uh, the US. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm MIS um, majoring in MMS, MIS right now at Rochester Institute of Technology. What's uh, what's MIS? So that's Management Information Systems. Okay. So I didn't know what it was until I until I started to go to this school. But it's basically business and technology. Okay, uh, awesome. Yeah. So here's the main topic that I want to focus on. Uh, we're not going to. So so you played um, in the North American Hockey League for for New Mexico in Albuquerque. Yeah. We're exactly. not, we're not going to ask you to spell Albuquerque. <laughs> Please don't. Because I couldn't myself, and we're yeah. not going to talk about Breaking Bad. <laughs> uh walter white we're not going to talk about walter white um but uh but since you kind of came through d1 or through null into ncaa d1 yeah. uh, i thought that would be a really interesting topic a lot of swedes it's becoming more and more popular we talked a little bit offline and i i'm a huge fan of the of the u.s college system i wish sweden would have a similar college athletics, um, it would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but since it's not there, why not come over here and 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 so on? So, yep. uh, take us back. So you grew up outside of Stockholm, and I saw an elite prospect. Uh, when did you start playing for OIK or AIK? So that was my U sixteen year. So Trondheim is it's basically in Stockholm. It's it's southern Stockholm. So I grew up there playing with uh, a lot of good players and a lot of good coaches too. It was a big emphasis on skills and skating. So I kind of built a foundation there in in Trongsund. And yeah, I I wanted to take the next step. And my goal was to get into a hockey gymnasium. Uh, So, but that's, that's when I reached out to AIK. uh, Okay. Yeah. So you didn't, uh, you didn't look at Lexand? I mean, I just a little bit. Well, <laughs> my parents wanted me to be close to home too, so that's okay. a big reason. And 
Uh, I had I'm to also, get that in there. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also an AIK fan. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. So I grew up uh, when, when this was back in the day when AIK was in the Elite Serien. And, um, and I remember I didn't have a really strong um, affinity or, or I, didn't, I didn't think much of, of AIK growing up. Um, for those, what I do remember, I mean, iconic club, one of the top clubs, iconic clubs, most common, most, most um, famous clubs, really very black, everything black, black helmets. I think they may have had yellow helmets one year, but really black helmets, black jerseys, black pants, black socks, <laughs> and then yellow and white. It was kind of like if you watched Mighty Ducks, it was kind of like the the evil team. Um, I like the color stuff. I think. Yes, yeah, I, I actually I, I like him too, and uh, and uh, iconic. And then they have the the fans, which is called the Black Army. Yeah, you know, which is notorious for um, being gentle and meek and uh, <laughs> never causing any trouble. <laughs> So, but if I pull up uh, yeah. your hockey gymnasium year, pretty, pretty astounding uh, players that have played through there. Of course, yeah. three three NHLers uh, in there: uh, Tanstrom, Oliver Tanstrom, yeah, Philip Broberry, yes. uh, Samuel Sjölund, yeah, uh, who I'm not sure if he is a draft pick or just or if he's actually playing in Dallas. Samuel Collins is a he's a draft pick. He's at uh, Western Michigan right now. Okay, and then another one, goaltender Jes- Jesper Wikman. Yes, exactly. And did he? It says Vegas. Did he play there last year? No, he played in uh, Western Hockey League last year. Oh, okay, I didn't know if he was a backup or something. So interesting. I I love elite prospects, um, and uh, it's it's cool to say what who. who what was it like to play in? Were they the standouts, or who was the best guy on the team at that time? Uh, yeah, so I played in in the AK for a while. So it was from U sixteen to my first year of U twenty. So there was a a lot of good guys uh, that I played against. I'd say that Neil Suglander was was really good when we were younger. Ooh, yeah. with, um Samuel Holland and and uh, we had a bunch of other guys like David Karlström. That all played in the in the three kroner uh, growing up, so uh, it was a lot of guys that that stood out. So I, could, I can't I can't just name one guy. It was just yeah. a super super skilled team. So it was a, a great group of, of guys to be a part of. Did you play TV puck tournament for Stockholm? Oh, so that's the thing. I was playing for uh-huh. Stockholm uh, Stockholm Seed, so I went to their their camps there, and then I started practicing with AIK. And they were Stockholm Nord, uh, so I, I made the switch to AIK right there in in TV Puck time. I don't know if that affected it at all. I don't I don't really think so. But uh, fortunately enough, I, I made it in Tokyo also at AIK even though I didn't play TV Puck. So, That's pretty rare. And yeah. and yeah. unfortunately, a lot of hockey gymnasium recruiting focus so much on did you play in the TV Puck or not. Um, yeah. um, it's a big thing. But certainly AIK hockey gymnasiums and NIU, one of the one of the older ones and and very established, very competitive, very well run. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, it must have been a tough environment to get in there, though. Yeah, it was. Like like I said, just huge, huge, uh, like, skill, like so many skill guys. Uh, and it was good coaches, too. Like everything about uh, AIK was just, it was for sure the right place to go. So, so I'm curious too, uh, for those that are, that are going to hockey gymnasium in Stockholm, different than, for example, in Färjestad or Leksandmura, wherever, did, since you stayed at close, did you live at home at that yeah. time? Okay. Yeah. I tried to commute. Uh, it took me around actually like 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. It's just with traffic and everything. But I took the commuter train to school every day. So I, I, uh, my first year, I actually went to a hockey school, like uh, high school in Sweden. Yeah. So I brought my bag to Huddinge all the way and then took it on a train to, to Swana and practiced. So like it was, a, it was a lot of traveling, but uh, I made it work. And yeah. I, had, uh, I had friends that did the same thing. So, uh, But I know the guys that came from like elsewhere, like Philip Broberg and... Uh, uh, yeah, another guys that came from Dalarna, for example, where you're yeah. from, they uh, they got an apartment in Solna, so they could they could stay there and, and go to practice. Which is there. which is one of the hard things about. There's a lot of there's so many teams in Stockholm, but one of the challenges really uh, is finding housing. Yeah, around there. Um, so, yeah, but so um, then you made a switch into. Um, to go to Mura. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what was so that was 1920. So your was that your first, first year? Yeah, first year. Of day 20. Yeah. So I I uh, I played for AK like six or seven games. I don't remember exactly how many games it was. Uh, and then I felt like like I said, it was it was like really competitive over there. Yeah. So I I wanted to get an environment where I was like one of the guys that, that that could play like that would play every game and and get more opportunity so uh, yeah I, re I reached uh, out to to Mura and uh, I came in contact with you and Rosian not a bad coach either no not a bad coach at all and he he told me about their uh, uh, their program and I I went up there and, and practiced with them a few times and I, I saw that it was it was world class like everything there too. They had a, have a really good setup with the rink. Like it's close to the hockey gymnasium there too. Uh, I also had a few guys, a few friends from AIK that that uh, changed teams to Mora the year before. So uh -huh. I had a few guys there. So, so I'm cu I'm curious about that too. I mean, Mora now or last year was one of the top J20 national yeah. teams. Yeah. Were they on the upswing then, or? Uh, yeah, I think so. We we had a they had a couple of like uh, tough years um, in a row there, where they where they were like almost in relegation. Yeah. And I think by the time where where Daniel Hermanson came and yeah, he's a really good good coach. Like who's now also, who's now coaching the the men's team? Yeah, exactly. So so I think around there. Uh, I, around the time I came there, I wouldn't say it was exactly then, but like it was just more guys that found interest in Mora. Like they, uh, like they saw that guys from from Stockholm and elsewhere came there. So, yeah. So it's, what, what was it like 
you know, had you been to Mura before? Uh, no, I no. I, I mean, it's 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 a small town. Yeah, um, exactly. famous for Mura uh, Vasalopet, which is a long uh, ski, skiing competition, and Carl yeah. uh, Lars. No, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, the painter. Um, they have a museum up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I actually don't know. I went to that museum a couple of times, though. I think it's something with said, no? I forget. I have one of his. I don't have one of his originals, but I do have uh, one of, in my living room. I have a, 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 a replica of one of his paintings, but um, <laughs> I, I it's going to bug me now. But anyway, so small town. The, the reason why I want to bring that up is it's a big difference, Stockholm and a 45-minute yeah. commute to Mura, who... Has a Villis and a grocery store for those that don't know. Villis grocery store and you know the rink and yeah, it's basically it. <laughs> a pizza place. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was a big a big change for sure. So, but I I knew what I was getting into. Yeah, I had I had actually been there like before on on road trips when we played them away. Yeah, I think actually the the weekend before I changed teams, I think I played them. Oh so, really? Like, yeah. So I knew, like, I know it was a smaller town, and but I I wasn't like scared of a change. Like, I I like that's why I'm in the states right now. I just yeah. like like experience new things, and it has its charm, you know. Like it's it's smaller, but it's also beautiful. Like you have the lake there, you have the church, yeah, and also like you you get closer to to the to your friends. Like everyone knows everyone there, so. Yeah go to uh village as you said and you know like 20 people there like yeah. it's different and, and i liked it so and what yeah. was your what was your housing situation there did you have an apartment or did you have did you share uh like a student yeah so i i uh they're they're really great with that too so so they fixed apartment for us so so i got an apartment there first with uh uh, another guy in the team. We live like yep. a, a huge apartment, actually. Uh, it was really big with two bathrooms and and everything. Nice. And, yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm best I'm best friends with the guy now. So it was, it was yeah, he was just a great guy. So I, I I loved it. But then I I had to move out. I don't know the exact reason to why. I don't. I'm not gonna speculate anything like around that. But I got a I got myself uh like my own apartment after that. Uh, I think I think someone or the coach or someone had to move in there because uh, our apartment was so nice. So <laughs> <laughs> you 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 flew too close to the sun and then yeah. you got too used to it. Yeah, no. So I got my one apartment there. So I lived by myself after that, and that was that had its ups and downs too. Yeah. Um, it, if you're just in your apartment, it, it gets lonely when you're in Mura, like in the middle of nowhere. But like when you have friends to hang out with and stuff, it's it's not bad at all. And yeah. And then your your second year in in J twenty was that had you already graduated uh, or had taken the exam or your your uh, gymnasium exam then? Yeah, so so I think COVID hit. Yeah, when I was graduating, so I didn't really know what was going on. Like we didn't even know if we would have another season like next year because it was COVID was new, so we we didn't know like how long it would stay. 
um my dad is also a doctor so he he told me like all about it like it was it was even worse than it was on the news yeah and, and, uh, yeah i so didn't I, think i didn't think anybody had covid in sweden oh exactly <laughs> <laughs> but it was also really hyped like at, yeah. at um but yeah he yeah so he he worked at a hospital so he told me like like it was there was like huge strain on yeah on everyone, like, but, but I want to I want to lead up to so so you know a lot of people unfortunately don't set themselves up to be able to go to college when they go to gymnasium. Yeah. Uh, so I would imagine that academics was important in your family. If your yeah. dad was a physician, it wasn't yeah. like you 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 could have said, "Hey, I want to go and uh, be a pipe fitter." No. Exactly. No. So I, yeah, I was in natural science. Yeah. So that's like the hardest, uh, uh, sick or gymnasium course to take. So it, it also prepared me for, for now college. Right. So I, I, uh, spent so much time, like if I wasn't at the rink or working out, cause you skate like three extra times a week when you're in hockey gymnasium, uh, I would just study. So I had like the physics, I had all the like hardest math and everything. So I, it took a toll on me for sure. Like I was really tired at some points, but yeah, I yeah, it's it's been really important. Or my my parents think it's really important with getting a good education, and that's also why why I'm in college right now. Uh, so what? When did you start thinking about NCAA D one and going over here? It was actually a, a while ago. So just because education was so important, uh, we were looking, like I was thinking about options and stuff because i didn't i knew that i couldn't really be in university in sweden and play hockey at like yep. so if i didn't make it like pro right away uh, i wouldn't like it was like literally no option like i would have to start working and, and play hockey in sweden so so the only only way really was going going like the college way so i went actually to like a boston showcase I think it was my U16 year already in AIK with Fjordik Nygren. And uh, uh, yeah, I just tried like playing some some uh, American hockey and, and I liked it. Um, but like, I didn't really know how to get there. Like there was there was like a a long way. And like you said, like it's it's pretty, pretty tough to know or like you, we don't really talk about it a lot in Sweden, how to how to make it to college. Which is so, why we have this podcast. <laughs> Which yeah. is why we're talking about it now, right? So, so lucky, like you said earlier, I, I came in, in contact with Mike, and that was my my second year in Mura. Yeah. So I was so I played uh, in 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 juniors like a second year in Mura instead of going like right away to the states. I had to. Um, I I stayed home in in uh, in Sweden because we didn't know really with COVID and stuff what was yeah. going on. And and this season also ended earlier, like you only played twelve games, <laughs> so so yeah. And then so I came home to Stockholm, like right around then when the season ended, and I skated with my younger brother, because uh, we were not allowed to skate with teams and stuff. And uh, yeah, so and that's that's when you were skating with that group, with Mike's group. No, I, I I met uh, I met Mike at one of my brother's skates because he's a goalie coach too, Mike. Yeah. Um so we're, I, we're, I we're trying to him. get 
we're we're trying to get him on and Bjorn Bjurling also yeah uh, on the podcast yeah so I met him there and I told him like like I won't really want to go to college I don't know how to get there and he said I do this and that and come to my showcase uh, this spring yeah so so that's what I did <laughs> talk about his showcase because it's pretty impressive and and because you know it's a packed there's a yep. lot of good players there it's a showcase and there's a lot of scouts that are coming there and you yeah, know yeah. because it concentrates what i like about it is it concentrates you know when i talk to scouts over here they're really not interested in scouring svenskokitevia games yeah. because they don't know who really is interested in going over there exactly so, so the ability to go to that showcase is like these guys are really interested in going to Sweden. I mean, go, going to U.S. Yeah, that's true. Or, too. or they wouldn't be here, right? So no, there's, there's a lot of of good players there. They come. They come from like all different kind of places in in Sweden. They played. Uh, like it's really high level. Like I know some guys that go to USHL from there. Some guys go to NAHL. And I know he has like above a hundred like scouts and and coaches from all the way from D1 to I even know that some NHL coaches go and watch the showcase. So yeah, it's yeah it's 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 packed like and and like he it's a really good like TV team they're filming, and that's also how uh, the coach or GM in New Mexico uh, uh, found out about me. Okay. So, yeah. So he saw me in that in that showcase and. And there was like a supplemental draft that I actually didn't even know about. Uh, so I thought I was going to Jamestown Rebels, but I ended up going to New Mexico. So I just saw my name on like a draft list. And like two minutes later, uh, I had a phone call from from Phil Fox, my my coach in New Mexico. And he said, yes, I heard you want to go to the States and I just drafted you. So you're coming here. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, nice. So how much did you know about drafts and tenders and i didn't know i didn't know anything like we that, that's the thing we we don't really know anything here in, in sweden so um i was kind of shocked like at first i i didn't even know there was a draft to to nahl but yep. it's it's really professional the league like everything it, it's a business it's not like juniors yes. in sweden but like yeah they they actually live off of that the coaches and another thing so but yeah. then and I don't know if you knew that, you know, so what, what round did you go in? Um, I think it was know? either first or second. I don't remember. So <laughs> did you know that, that there was already tenders that have been, people have been tendered. So being the first draft, first round draft pick doesn't necessarily mean that you're the first pick of all the recruits. No. Yeah. I'm, I know. I, I saw, uh, I saw another Swedish name there, Wilmer Svensson uh, from you, Gordon. So uh, I was like, okay, so maybe I'll have a Swedish buddy there. I didn't yeah. really think much about it. Like, I didn't know what it really meant. I didn't know, like, uh, if it meant I was important or it meant uh, I was just a guy that they, they just heard my name and, and picked me up. But he, he explained everything for me on the phone. And it seemed that they really, like, wanted me and that I just heard, like, good stuff about me. So uh, he, he they re took really good care of us, too. So I... Yeah. Came in contact with the other Swedish guy Wilmer pretty fast, and we were talking and and seeing if if uh, I, I just wanted to know if he was going there or not because I had like 
I, I didn't know him before. I played against him like when I was younger, but uh, yeah, if if I uh, if I was gonna play with him over there, I, I wanted to get to know get to know the guy, right? Yeah. So, uh, then we came in contact and and we decided to go. Uh, and uh, so, did you go to main camp or did you go straight straight to training camp? So we went we went straight to training camp. Okay. So you yeah. so you didn't have the opportunity. So um, when we're recording this next week, Malte Hasselgren, the episode. Um, uh, I don't know if you know Malte, but he ended up playing in in uh, Oklahoma. Oh, really? won, so he won Robertson Cup last year. Oh, oh that's in the nice. Nall. And but he was actually dra- he was actually tendered and went to uh, Lone Star Brahmas, also in the South. Yeah, and but went went to main camp and didn't know anything about main camp. Him and his brother. So we in this in that episode, which will be aired, I don't know, three three or four weeks before this one will. Yeah. Um, we talk about kind of that how how it was to get in and go through main camp. Yeah, and if you listen to Gabba Vestling's uh, episode, you know he actually went to main camp in USHL. Yeah. And, you know, not being prepared for that. So you kind of miss that, yeah. that experience. Oh, they, they, uh, they made pretty clear that we were going to be like important players. So we yeah. didn't go to the main camp. Um, I think, I don't know if you get tendered when you get drafted. I don't know if that's how it works. No, it's two separate, two separate things. So the tender so, so after, I guess, yeah. Actually, it's before tender is is uh, the tender process is before the draft. So the so the the first round draft is the is the twelfth tender. Um, so okay. it it depends on on how they do it. But but every team is a little bit different. You know, some some let especially European players they let through to go to training camp if they are truly recruited and they know that. Yeah. Some they require some teams require you to go to main camp and fight it out with returners and draft picks and and um, and free agents and um, and a lot of people don't know that which is why I think it's important to talk about is just because you get drafted is not guaranteed you're going to be on the starting day roster. Oh yeah, for sure. We had I think we had the the number one draft pick that year and he, he didn't make the the roster like he didn't make the team. Yeah, and. So. And the other thing about so so you played let's let's talk about this a little bit. You played in the um, in the North American Hockey League South Division, which is dirty South. It's the dirty South, but it's also very old. So North American Hockey League is is it's an old league. So you'd yeah. be on a last year player of juniors. This was your last year of eligibility here. Um, you had an extra year in compared to Sweden, uh, but. But um, but you had um, just one year, so it's your shot. And um, but but it's it's one of these things where um, it's a very tough league. It's old. It's physical. It's fast, and it's a little bit different than the North. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and no, and the most most of the Robertson Cups in the last few years have we been coming from the South. Um, yeah. I think um, Shreveport, of course, New Jersey Titans won it. Shreveport yeah. won it the year before that, and I think Oklahoma is also in the South now. Yeah, we thought we would win in my year. We didn't quite make it. We lost in in overtime and double overtime in the semis. 
So when you come in, so when you came there, so you already have a Swede, so that's good. Did you get assigned a billet family right away? Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I actually got to live with the billet coordinator, uh, Yeri Hancock. <laughs> okay. So talk, talk about the, talk about the billeting process. Cause a lot of people don't know what is a billet. So a billet basically is, uh, it's a family in, in, in the States that basically open up their home. Like you, you get to be a part of the family um, they take care of you. They can cook dinner for you uh, and do all that stuff. Um, so I was, I was really lucky. I got a really good family. He was the ability coordinator. So um, yeah, I also got to live with other Swedish guy. So we were, we were kind of, uh, kind of happy to we could stay together and then do this this thing together. Uh, Wait, where did you stay in there? So let's go into a little bit of detail here. Yeah. Did you have your own bedroom or did you stay in the basement or how was that? So it was a pretty big house actually. So it, it was not only me and the other Swedish guy. He had uh, uh, we had two other guys from from Minnesota that lived with us too. Okay. So, yeah, we we all had our, our separate rooms um, to begin with, but later he opened up like another part of his house that he renovated that was like a huge like it was almost like a separate house so it was like a big room where both me and the other swedish guy lived together it's like we shared room but like we wanted to share room because it was our own little gaming setup there with a (laughs) with a nice couch and stuff our own fridge so yeah it was it was it was awesome i I love the setting Uh, i think it's really good too because some of the guys are younger so they don't really know how it is like they can't they haven't been living by themselves so they don't know what what to cook and and stuff so it's it's good for sure like it's i, I really like the whole billet um was it but, so it wasn't difficult since you've lived independently before on your own in mura yeah it wasn't that big of a deal to now live with someone else under someone else's roof and no, it was it was like it was actually kind of nice. Someone took care of me again. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have kids? Did they have the family have kids? Yeah, but they were they weren't uh, living at home. They lived okay. in. They were going to college and high school. Like the the oldest child or the youngest child played hockey. Uh, was a girl at at a high school in. Okay. In so they were from Colorado, and then they like they traveled back and forth sometimes. So we only awesome. lived with, with the dad actually. Okay. It's just him and, and all the hockey guys and he was a huge hockey fan so it's it was it was really fun <laughs> awesome awesome all right so uh, then you get into the season here you made the team and was it you know you talked a little bit about the business aspects of north american hockey league yeah how quickly did you realize that you know this is not stockholm or mura swedish where everybody's you know, yeah. arm in arm and, you know, everybody's friends, but at the same time, you know, that there's 30 guys on this training camp roster or something, and we're going to get down to 23 or 25 or whatever. And then, so, you know, how was that, that people got cut? Yeah. So we, um, we had our, our team practice and stuff and every, everything, everything was like nice and, and everyone was being nice. It was really competitive. But I remember, like the the big wow for me was when we went and played the like or practice games or preseason games against Lone Star Brahmas away. So everyone was like wearing their practice jerseys, and I thought, oh, it's just gonna be a, a regular game. Like I've played a million games before, 
And I I remember showing up to or take my first strides on the ice, and I just hear like the fans booing, like boo. <laughs> I look around, it's maybe three thousand fans from like yeah. a season practice game. So it, it was like it was it was something else. I I I uh, I just I had the mascot. They had a mascot too. Like I didn't know like they had mascots in juniors, but I had the and mascot and a, and a big purple bull on the on the side yeah. of the arena and i was know. just standing like banking on the glass right behind me the, the whole game and it was like i wasn't ready for it whatsoever and it was like okay wow okay this this is different like this is not mura or 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 uh, aik anymore this is i'm in the states now like it's oh. <laughs> yeah anybody drop the glove in the in the practice game Probably like uh, <laughs> in the South, there's, there's more games where there is a fight uh, than there is not. So, yeah. but uh, not Gustav Blum. <laughs> nah, <laughs> not really. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not really that guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. So, um, and then uh, pretty soon after the beginning of the season, you end up going to Blaine, right? Pretty yeah. important. Talk about the the showcase, the Noll showcase in Blaine, Minnesota. I mean, is that where you got your contacts with the colleges? Yeah, it would be. I, I was in contact with a few colleges when I was in Sweden too, because I I reached out to them and and let them know that I was interested in going and stuff. But in Blaine, uh, what's what's hap what happens every year is that every single NHL team, Noll team goes to a super rink in Minnesota where it's like eight ice sheets and we all play I don't remember how many games it was I think it's four so everyone's every team's first four games of the season we play in that rink so like basically every single college uh, scout is there um, yeah. to sit and watch you guys and and pro scouts I mean there's right yeah there's just a and, bunch of scouts yeah um so yeah we played our, our first games there and it went with it really well i think we we got some respect right away um we we played good i think we won three three out of four games um i'm not quite sure but it's it's different like that we don't have that in sweden whatsoever either like it's it's also minnesota state of hockey so it's it's huge there um did you know that this is where all the college scouts are going and and they they put a lot of stock in that right yeah you know i know i know there was going to be college scouts there and i remember i played a good game or something and i, I was talking to a college scout uh, right after and so i was like okay wow so so they're actually here it's just <laughs> it's just this talk so I, I i better like focus on that in here now um and yeah it was just it was just an, an amazing experience. So between the games and stuff, you could always go watch another game. So it was basically like four games going on at the same time. Um, yeah, it was it was just awesome. So yeah. yeah. So when did you when did you decide to go or you know walk us through now D one NCAA D one? So explain what NCAA D one is for those who don't know. It's not just you know when when somebody says college hockey yeah there's a lot of different levels of college hockey yeah yeah so d1 is is the highest level of college hockey there is um but there, there's different conferences i play in in the atlantic division which is i say it's pretty similar to the south division it's really hard and hard and fast um 
and yeah so there's there's d3 too uh which is not like it's 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 good too like it's good hockey yeah but yeah it's the the thing with d1 is that you're uh you're able to get athletic scholarship here yeah so that was my that was my goal like i wanted to get a a, a good scholarship so i could study in in the states because it's like it costs a lot of money to 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 study here. It's not like Sweden where where it's free. Yeah. So I, I knew what I what I put myself into. I knew that I had to uh, have a good year and and uh, it was my my chance this year. My my only chance. So. Yeah, and a little bit of, I mean, explain to the 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 facilities and and. Um... Uh, you know, you go in, how do you compare that to, for the guy that says, no, nah, I'm going to play Hoketan third division yeah. in Sweden. Right. I mean, yeah. you have staff, you have. Yeah. Well, it's, it's basically like, there's so much money uh, going into the schools and stuff. So it's basically playing in like an SHL team in, in Sweden. Like yeah. we have everything they have and, and probably even more than, than some teams. Like we have the the our own gym or our own like uh, training room with ice baths and everything like a huge huge locker room get all the hockey gear you want and can ask for so it's just yeah it's it's I can't believe it sometimes like it yeah. it, it is a dream like it is a dream to be here and I I love every every second of it well and 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 RIT is not you know it's it's not a it is not an easy school to be in academically let's face it right yeah. you could you could have chosen a less prestigious school from an academic standpoint okay maybe it's not harvard but maybe it's not mit but it's it's up there yeah, yeah for sure no it's it's a really good and respected school here over here in, in the states and i don't think i would be able to go here if i didn't like dial it in in in, in school back in sweden either so that's how's, it, how's it been how's it been to kind of get you know as a student now it's a sec second year it's a little easier your second year if i recall, remember right first year was hard yeah <laughs> no it's it's uh um like i know like i said earlier like i i uh, i've always like been focusing on school and managing hockey in school like from from uh, like earlier years so i I'm I'm pretty used to it. At, at, yeah. Like it was it was pretty hard because I took a break for two years, three years from school when I played juniors and my gap year there. Yeah. Uh, so like first month I remember I was like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Like uh, I need a minute here to <laughs> to breathe. So it's 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 basically like it's it's school every every day almost. Like you always have something to do. Like it's homework or it's it's uh, an exam we have in two days, one day. Um, so it's it's basically my my job you could say uh, yeah i i kind of like school too so so it wasn't i don't mind at all uh, yeah <laughs> all right so um two things we want to round out first thanks for coming on uh we've got a partnership with with um a guy uh james reason um uh, i know your brother plays in Vatimda, but but um he's got us hooked up with um Target aid. So, the team in my heart. Uh, who? Which one is it? Is it AIK? Is it? 
is it Trung Sund? Which team is? I gotta say, I gotta say Trung Sund there, because uh, I still live there when I come home to to Stockholm. That's home, and that's that's yeah, the that's the jersey you put up on the wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So last thing is you're you're uh, twenty you're twenty two or twenty three now. Twenty two. Twenty two. You met yourself uh, seventeen years old. You're twenty two now and have a few more miles on the on the on the tire, so to speak. What what advice would you give yourself as a seventeen year old? But you have that experience now. I would just say trust the process and one step at a time okay that's what i would say so don't don't try to bite off more than you can chew no like you we spend a lot of time just worrying about what's going to happen next and as long as you do the work you're gonna be in the right place like it it will everything good shape will happen to good people yeah you just gotta trust the process and 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 go from there yeah well, it's it's good advice for anyone, and hopefully, um, you know. Again, I think that there's there's a lot of positive in U.S. college hockey. When you're done, nobody can take that degree away from you, uh, and 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 uh, you'll be part of a fraternity of. It's much different than being a graduate of a university in Sweden. I mean, nothing nothing against the Swedish university, but I've never heard of anybody, you know, kind of going to alumni parties, you know, in, in Sweden. But, uh, but, but I think that hockey, you know, you can still go pro after your college career, just like you could have, if you just went straight after juniors, but perhaps prepares you not just while you're, earning a degree now you can continue to work you get older stronger better and playing at an extremely good level and you don't close any doors for for the professional side but it does put you in a much different situation and a from a from a quality of life after hockey yeah um, sure. and and you can do that while getting better i think it's something that most people more people in Sweden should look at and maybe even starting when they make that decision to go to hockey gymnasium is maybe I shouldn't go the easy route and take a vocational track. Nothing wrong with that. But if I want to go to college, maybe I need to take a little bit harder classes, prepare myself, get academically eligible and and push for, for, for that in the future. So um, if people, um, you know, I think you're a good example uh, for for people that are that are interested and in, and in you giving good examples here of, of of a path to follow. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me.